Just being honest. The GBH Podcast. Let's rock this. Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. The JBH podcast is here to inspire people to dramatically enhance their health, their well-being, and lifestyle by providing an honest perspective and knowledge on eating, quote, real food, whether that is in physical form, the healthiest version of a whole food substance, or mental. What are you saying to yourself? What are you listening from other people? Huh? The less toxins you put in your body, the less toxins that are out in the universe, the environment, and the less toxins that you are spreading onto humanity. It's about creating a life of sourcing transparency, mental freedom, and physical harmony. Guys, this is the Just Being Honest podcast. This is true food for thought. We are getting deep. Today's podcast of the Just Being Honest podcast is brought to you by me, moi, KB, your lifestyle designer. Guys, I want to let you know that disease, or better known to me as dis-ease, stems from always trying to please, but the soul is where your truth speaks. When you let your soul be the guide, that is when you are at your most powerful. I, I, KB, am your lifestyle designer, your advisor for optimum health, wellness, travel, and domestic everyday lifestyle practices. I unveil your truth and the choices you have to cultivate the life that you want. So... Are you ready to live your most authentic and well-curated lifestyle? Now's the time, folks. I'm just being honest. Hi, guys. This is your host, KB. And this is the Just Being Honest podcast. Hi. How you doing? So, it's summer here. Finally, like it happened a day ago. The sun was shining, the June gloom was gone. I was like, hallelujah, I am not ready for this. Guys, I am rocking a sock tan, I'm rocking a shorts tan. My core, my center line is like pale, my shoulders are bronzed. We're a little out of whack while the rest of the United States is probably like even in golden bronze. But you know what? That's not really my goal in life anymore. I remember the days of summer when I used to literally bake at the pool. I mean, talk about jumping in the pool, getting out, and flattening myself like a little egg, you know, sunny side up on the cement and just drying and just just laying there like, oh my God, this feels so good, right? Right? So I guess you could call that like biohacking at a young age, maybe eight, maybe starting at four. I don't know. Biohacking, filling myself up with some warmth, right? Feeling that energy come back into my soul. 
And uh, lo and behold, that's what I'm going to be talking to you all today about. You may have heard it a lot in kind of the health and wellness world, or maybe you're just a little bit intrigued by it. Maybe you're wondering, is that right for me? Um, truth be told, biohacking is different for everyone. Everyone says, you know, or one person may say, do this, do that. This is going to be the best for you. That's going to be the best for you. That's not good for you. When in all reality, I've tried many of those things that people are suggesting is the, you know, golden state rule and it doesn't work for me. It simply does not work for me or it has opposite effects for me. So welcome to the JBH podcast. As I may say, this is KB, your health, nutrition, and lifestyle designer. I am here to advise you on living a better you, a living a better you, a better you life. So biohacking 101 today in my world, in my opinion, um, we're going to be talking about first off, like, what is it? What the heck is biohacking? Why do you need to try it? Because in all reality, it's a little bit of fun. Um, if you feel as though you are at a plateau in your life, if you feel as though your schedule is a little mundane and, you know, groundhog-ish, this is something to try. This is something to try. And it's fun to take notes and write your own story about what is creating the best you in life. And that's what I work with all my clients with. You know, I have different different schedules for different people. For instance, I have one female that I'm working with right now that, you know, she has late nights. And so where usually at times I tell people to, you know, create gratitude lists or whatever, meditations, um, take certain walks, you know, and she has a different schedule than a lot of people. She's jamming throughout the day. So I say, okay, take five minutes here, take five minutes there, what have you. So everyone has different schedules. This is about building a better you. Y-O-U. We are going to tell you how to biohack your life, um, the definition of it, uh, three common kind of realms, I guess you could say, of biohacking, those little definitions. And then I want to share with you 10 I would say they're simple, simple ways um, of how you can start biohacking your life and see what is working with you. So let's just kick it off. I'm highly thirsty today. So my first tip, well, this is not one of them. This is an ongoing one. Drink more water. So you'll be hearing me chug, chug, chug away. Um, so guys, biohacking basically you know, it's, it's an introductory guide. It's an introductory guide to pave the way towards improving your health and longevity according to, and I'm going to use this so many more times, according to you. Um, by common definition, biohacking is the activity of exploiting genetic material experimentally without regard to accepted ethical standards. Now you may think you may be thinking like, what did you just say? Yes, guys, you are a test tube. You are a test tube on this planet, in my belief. Um, yeah. So stay with me. You're a test tube on this planet, and we are seeing what is working best 
on the longevity factors. I believe our goal in life is to thrive in longevity. So basically, my basic definition is that biohacking is simply the process of making changes to your lifestyle in order to hack the biological makeup of your body in order to perform at optimal levels at a consistent rate, all right? So there's gonna be more on that because we all know that the body is ever changing, but we want you to be aware at that current moment in time of how to create a consistent rate and perform at optimum levels no matter what phase of life you are in, no matter what chapter you're in, right? Okay, it's not that complicated. And it is all about kind of taking notes and being conscious of where you are at the current state that you are at. So some fine examples include what foods you eat, what thoughts you stream through that brain of yours, what physical movements you make, right? Are you getting some ideas here? Are you getting some ideas perhaps on like, running running hurts my knees or running is jargoning my 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 joints my spine whatever um and then you feel kind of lethargic the rest of the day or swimming really clears my mind um hiking oh my gosh i feel so high on life on hiking or foods you eat maybe you feel sluggish if you eat meat products maybe you feel like you're gonna run a marathon if you eat like a pound of kale or springed springed um (laughs) sprouted beans, you know, and everyone probably already knows this, but like attracts like. So if you're thinking negative thoughts, most often at times you'll be seeing a negative day upon you. If you are thinking positive affirmations, thoughts, um, reflecting on great experiences, those things are going to naturally flow to you more and more and more. So an important tool for your toolbox of takeaways is that each one of us is completely and uniquely different. Each one of us is completely and uniquely different. Therefore, one person's method that serves them to perform at their best may be variable to another person's practice and lifestyle methods. So in my words of wisdom is, do what feels right and listen to your body. Okay, remember, this is a routine that is according to you. Each one of us is completely and uniquely different. Always remember that. No matter what Instagram is telling you, you don't always have to be like the other person because that's not your life, all right? Listen to your body. So this is what I like to call the three houses of biohacking. Number one being nutrigenomics. Nutrigenomics. Uh, Nutrigenomics is simply the study of nutritionally manipulating the activity of your body. Other categories in this include sleep manipulation, exercise variations, attention or focus or um, 
the attraction method, I guess you could say, of hacking. Like, like, likes, like, like, likes, like, right? Negative, oh, you'll see the negative. Um, perhaps altering of environmental triggers, like sound, maybe music therapy, and light, the color of light. Me, myself, personally, I'll use myself as an example. I get very, very irritable when I'm around fluorescent lighting or harsh lighting or bright light, especially at uh, nighttime. Um, large banging noises really irritate me. Soft jazz vibes, um, incandescent lighting, candlelight, um, dim lighting really, really calms me down. It soothes my soul. It's almost like a harmony of life. Think about those things, the type of music you listen to, the sounds, the sights that you're seeing. And guys, the most important thing um, for nutrigenomics is the management of your stress. That is simply gonna be like the loudspeaker to your cells in your body and the production of everything else that's gonna go on in your body, in my personal belief. Health is wealth, stress is debt. Health is wealth, stress is your debt. Ugh. So witness to this type of biohacking is simply being 100% aware that our bodies are always changing. As I said before, they're always changing. And this is a tool to use these subtle discoveries and form them into practices that help us all live better. Uh, it's about taking the functioning of your body's mechanics and experimenting on the best fit for interacting them to tailor your unique outcome, your unique expression of life. Remember, this practice, this routine, I'm going to say it again and again, this routine is according to you. Each one of us is completely and uniquely different. So number two in the houses of biohacking, according to me, is the DIY biology, the do-it-yourself biology. It's a group of people basically who perform biological experiments and conduct a study of these lifestyle experiments that are traditionally outside of the box or apart from conventional ways or conventional means of thinking. Uh, advice on this tactic is to be very cautious of how you are feeling at all times. If one of your experiments is leaving you feeling uneasy or ill, perhaps, and this is my recommendation, seriously, perhaps take a step back and reassess or if it's a really extreme feeling, reach out for emergency help immediately, all right? But these are basic experiments that you can conduct in yourself. Um, the third house, uh, this is the harsh one. This is a very rare one. Um, I would call, have you ever heard of Ben Greenfield? He lifts weights underwater like in under freezing cold water, he lifts weights. He's like, oh, it's a great workout. Okay, guys, it's not for everyone. This is what I would call a grinder, grinder biohack. Uh, ben is very 
he's he's very well known. He's very voiced um, in how he does things. But he's also very informed about his body and about how the body in generally works. So um, don't just don't just go jumping in the ocean holding your breath with 50-pound dumbbells. I don't think it's going to be good. Um, but basically, this is a group of people that are using um, technology implants or chemical manipulation um, as means to alter the state of their body. So basically, this group's main goal is to push the limits of technology, you know, resources. They want to push their human body to their limits. They're practicing body modification to improve their personal wiring system or their internal hardware or their extreme genetic makeup. Again, as I said before, this is an extreme practice and I don't recommend to try it without medical supervision unless you are someone like Ben Greenfield. Um, by the way, that man is amazing. Some of the things I hear that he does on himself as experiments, I'm like, what? Like, total emojicon, like, mind-blowing. Like, I would have never even thought of doing it to myself. But we're all different. Remember, each one of us is completely and uniquely different. So now I want to share with you 10... Um, as I mentioned before, I would call them simple ways to practice biohacking methods on yourself and to create your lifestyle routine. And so the first off being an elimination diet. Now, when we hear elimination diet, we often at times think that you have to continuously chop off more and more and more and more and more foods off the food group and then you're going to be eating one thing plus water all the time and you're deprived. No. So that could be something different. I've done an MRT leap um, elimination diet and that was to see about foods that were basically kind of having like allergic uh, effects on my entire body and making my body act in ways that I was not happy about. So that is done by a medical practitioner. I will say this again later. But the simple way of elimination diet is that if you find yourself constantly bloating, breaking out, or having irritable bowel issues with any type of food source, or maybe it's, you know, an herb, cut it out. Just try to cut it out. Take that suspected item out for a week or so and see what happens. Maybe it's olives. Maybe you crave olives. Actually, I found this out. Sometimes the thing that I crave the most is the thing that I, my body actually is rejecting, like I shouldn't have. It's really, really weird. Um, but take it out for a week or so and see what happens. Make notes of how you feel. Does your brain seem less foggy? Do you sleep better? Is that pesky rash finally gone? You know, right? Are you less thirsty? You know, maybe you were eating something that was making you constantly thirsty. Maybe it was salt. And so take a big swig of water. Um, but I wanna 
tell you something again, please note that any extreme elimination diet must be overseen by a trained medical practitioner. I have recommendations if you need some, so please reach out to me. I'd be happy to share with those, um, excuse me, those resources with you. Number two, in some simple ways, is to, I mean, this sounds so simple to some. It can be cut the added and processed sugar out. Not only do they increase risk for type 2 diabetes, but they can lead to a mood swings. They can lower your energy and they can increase inflammation. Ugh. Yeah. Those all just sound really awful. So why don't you just cut it out for a while? Um, and guys, those are just to name a few. Okay? Now, I'm not telling you to take out natural occurring sugars like apples because people like freak out for some reason. They're like, oh my gosh, this honeydew has so much sugar. Yeah, but you're not like eating the honeydew and then putting powdered sugar on it and then, you know, drizzling maple syrup on it and then, you know, like freezing it in agave syrup, you know, chill out. Just enjoy the natural sweetness, okay? Natural sweetness. Um, number three. Ooh, I got a story for you on this one. Vary the times that you are eating. In other words, try intermittent fasting. Okay? So, um... Let me just tell you a little story. Last, end of last year, wow, oh my God, it's almost been a year, crazy. End of last year, I did uh, about two months where one day a week, I would do 24-hour fasts. At first, it was hecka freaking hard. And then I realized it was all in my head. And then I realized I was actually thinking more clearly in the end. And then I realized I was only fueling myself when I started to eat again with things that tasted amazing and that really enriched my body with goodness. Like whole foods, vegetables. I wasn't rushing to the first, like a fast food place. I wasn't smacking a pie in my face. I was really, really thinking about what was going to do my gut justice at that time. Um, but a lot of people think some of those practices can have an opposite effect with, especially females, their hormone levels. Um, this is my advice. If you are having hormonal issues, ladies, if you are having hormonal issues, if your adrenals are shot, if you're burning the, the, the wire at both ends, burning the candle at both ends, burning the incense stick at both ends. I would try to not practice the 24-hour fast because they may counteract the effects that you are having. So take it minimally. I would say 14 hours is great. I know that was perfect for me. I would sleep. I would do my workout in the morning, do a little this, do a little that, and then I would enjoy my first meal and it would be perfect. So, as I said before, we are all completely and uniquely different, and listen to your body. And when I started doing that, wow, magical things started happening. Oh my gosh, how crazy is that? 
But basically intermittent fasting, when your body is allowed to rest during the fasted state, it allows stored body fat to be burned and can even increase growth hormone production. Another fasting add-on is that it may provide cognitive function benefits, as I mentioned before. It can prevent cancer cells from growing, increase cellular waste removal or autophagy. I love that, autophagy. Sounds so like, mm. And decrease inflammation. I, again, 14 hours was great for me. I am a pretty petite person. I'm about, <coughs> excuse me, 5'4", you know, around the lower 100, 110 range. Um, slim build, you know. So 14 hours is perfect for me. Now, if I was like 250, 6'5", to 6'7", you know, or whatever, I don't know. I may be able to go longer because I have more reserves in me. So each person is completely and uniquely different. Number four, add more beneficial sleep. All right, guys, I started learning this about uh, hmm, almost a year ago. I used to wake up and go to, oh yeah, I used to wake up at 425 every morning also, my body was in a fight or flight state, so I was like running out of the door. Um, but I used to wake up at 425 to be at a swim, like a master's swim group at 5 a.m. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, master's swim group at 5 a.m., right? I was cutting down on my sleep. I wasn't able to fall asleep at night because I was still in that fight or flight state. I was wired and tired. And so it was like when I did move from that toxic environment that I was in, um, I allowed myself to just be. I got more sleep. I needed more sleep. I noticed that because whenever I was out of that environment, like if I went to visit my mom in Santa Barbara, I would just want to sleep. And it felt so good. <laughs> and I'm learning that I perform so much better waking up at a different time in the morning or getting, I, I think I need eight and a half hours of sleep, honestly, um, where some people are like, oh, I'm fine with four. Oh God, no, that's not me. But another thing about beneficial sleep is that I'm referring to removing electronics, all electronics from your sleep haven and setting a goal to reach, as I mentioned before, seven to nine hours of sleep each night, hopefully uninterrupted. So if you have to wear earplugs so you don't hear the dog snoring, um, if you have to wear an eye mask so you can't see, you know, a light under your bedroom door turn on, all of those are distractions. The most sought out of benefits include cleaning the brain. That is what sleep does. It cleans your brain. So imagine each day, you walk to Grand Central Station, you see all those people, you hear all that noise, that's your brain each day, filling up, filling up, filling up, here, there, what, <laughs> next app, uh, the, over there, the phone rings, oh my gosh, email, bing, 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 you know, the car, beep, beep, time to go to Pilates, whatever. That is your brain. 
It's basically your whole schedule, your thought patterns, everything. Sleep cleans it. It's like going home from school at the end of the day. Clear the slate. Another benefit is that it can regulate hormones better. It can help with your immunity levels, your appetite functions. Do you ever notice that when you're on lack of sleep, you feel more hungry? Or if you're up later at night, your body thinks it's like time to eat again. That's why there's common people eating like the fourth meal or whatever that's called. Beneficial sleep, folks. Create a sleep routine that is working for you. Um, number five, eat more productive fats. All right. So the brain thrives off of healthy fats in order to fight dis-ease. I like to call it dis-ease. Plus, by incorporating these helpful fats, you will recognize the benefits of staying fuller longer. Thus, eating more mindfully throughout the day. All right. Do you ever recognize when you're like so hungry because you ran out the door, you grabbed a handful of whatever, crackers or whatever, carbohydrates, um, and then your sugar levels spiked? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, then your sugar levels spiked, and then you're hungry later, and then you're grabbing for whatever you can find in the glove compartment, whatever you threw in there, or maybe like you went to the grocery store later and you're, you're eating all the samples? Ugh. Add some fats, healthy fats to your breakfast, your first meal. It will help you stay fuller longer. It'll really do you justice. Plus, plus it helps with brain function. All right? Helps with brain function. Helps with brain function. Write that down three times, as I said. Number six, practice a consistent meditation okay so a simple way this is basically a simple way to feed your brain with a healthy stream of awareness it's really not about thinking about nothing rather it's about focusing on the present and the conscious self the benefits will increase sleep patterns boost productivity reduce pain and inflammation and more, more and more and more. But remember, it's kind of different for each person. So it's however you're streamlining your meditation. And it doesn't have to be an hour meditation. It can be as little as five minutes. It could be maybe one minute in the morning when you wake up, closing your eyes, inhaling. Recognizing that inhale, exhale. Recognizing that exhale. <sighs> right? So what I like to call is like, you know, first you become mindful, which preps you for the meditation. And when you meditate, you are conscious. You are conscious about what you're practicing, what you're fueling into yourself, yourselves. And from then on out, you are able to manifest your dreams, your desires. You're able to boost confidence to go after those dreams, those desires, those doodles on your doodle pads. 
right? So number seven, ground yourself. Oh, I love this. I'll never forget when I read a book at my mom's house called Earthing. Never forget it. And I started to go outside in the backyard every morning and stand in the grass back when I lived in Kansas. I used to stand in the grass and spread my arms up in the air. I was like, ah, oh, I feel great. I feel it. Do you feel it? I mean, yes, totally. I'm one of those people, but there's so much about that. I mean, you feel it. You feel the earth's energy when you just go out into the sunshine and gaze up with your eyes closed and feel the warmth after a cold, chilly night, right? The power is like, oh my gosh, unmistakable. This is so amazing, right? Ground yourself. Recharge your cells. Connecting with the root of the vibrational energy source itself, the earth, can regulate your heartbeat, improve sleep, and reduce inflammation. Not to mention what I like to call the earth has its own harmony of life to it. So join in there. Sing. Feel it. Number eight, move more often throughout the day. Sitting, as I'm doing right now, sitting is actually more harmful and can lead to death. Yes, it can lead to a heart attack. You feel how your your ankles swell up at the end of the day if you sit a certain way for too long. Track your steps. Take an ur- as what I like to call an urban hike, you know, with a friend. Walk around town. Um, catch up with a girlfriend that way. Walk dogs together. Go get a coffee. I don't care what state you live in. Bundle up if it's cold, right? It's such such a, a boost to your endorphins, too. Walk for your errands. And even pace the office during your calls. See how it feels. Get that blood pumping. Number nine. I've done this, and I love it. Red light therapy. Studies have shown that our bodies respond particularly well to red and near-infrared wavelengths. This particular range of light waves are absorbed by the skin to a depth of basically going to your, through your skin 8 to 10 millimeters, at which point your mitochondrial chromophores absorb the photons. Okay, listen closely. Listen closely. They absorb your the photons. They absorb the photons. And guys, we are life. Okay? Listen. We are living light beings. We are made of biophotons. Bio, life, photons, light. Life, light. Life, light. Right? So... This is basically like we are a uh, a Tesla and you're going to get recharged at your local grocery store, right? I'm not endorsed by Tesla, but that would be cool. Um, and we're going to go charge ourselves up, right? Life light, life light. Remember, you are life light. So charge yourself. This also has to incorporate with what you eat too. Eat, eat live foods. Mm. It's going to make you glow a little bit more. So basically you're a light bulb. So if you have vibrant skin, I'm getting off track here, but if you have vibrant skin, they probably, that person probably eats more like vibrant, live, colorful foods, 
They don't eat things that are dead and lifeless. Just getting off my little soapbox here. Um, and this in turn can activate the number of nervous system um, productivity, productivity levels and the metabolic processes. So basically your whole system's gonna be moving and grooving with ease. Okay, number 10, love this one. And I think everyone, no matter why, if you practice all these, none of these, what have you, this is the one that you should practice besides drinking a lot of water. Cultivate a life of gratitude. This highly effective method of, I wouldn't want to call it biohacking, but life hacking, just like mood hacking, like completely like giddy with ease. This could create life easier for you. This highly affects our moods and how we treat others. When you have a base of living off of one that is of abundance, then you are consistently grateful for everything that may come your way. It's basically ways to refocus your thought patterns. Here are some. You can create a gratitude journal, basically practicing the art of writing three to five things you are grateful for each and every day. Uh, you can have a gratitude walk. I love doing this. I'm about to do one right now. Basically spread, spreading positive and, uh, thoughts and energy to everyone that you see. Acknowledging each piece of nature. Looking at each detail of it. Send a smile to a stranger. What have you. I am that girl that runs down the strand in the morning. It'll be 6.30 in the morning and I'm the one that passes each person and goes, good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, I do get a lot of blank stares, which I don't think is right, but I do get a lot of good morning, you know? And I especially love the, lo love the ones that are like, good morning, I'm like, yeah, rock it with me. So practice that, it's so fun actually. My friend and I do it on hikes to see how many people respond. I mean, living in Los Angeles, mm, can only imagine, right? The next one, I love this, and I'm going to start doing this more, is um, creating gratitude letters. So give the gift of a letter to a family member, a friend, a neighbor, or simply the barista, and let them know that they are doing an amazing job, that what they're doing is important, that what they're doing is contributing to your health, your happiness, that you are thankful for their support. And make this at random. It doesn't have to be their birthday. Everyone loves a handwritten note. Even if you're folding it up on a piece of scratch paper, a post-it note, a napkin, what have you. Just say thank you. Just say thank you. Wow. So some a little bit more of extreme hacks in there and some simple hacks. I say go for it. Try it. Make your life continuously, completely, and uniquely different. So my favorite takeaway hack is that the hacking possibilities are endless. But they're all stemming from a similar idea that we can change our bodies and our brains. And when we perform such tactics as the ones mentioned, we can ultimately become smarter, faster, and better as human beings. And folks, 
we need a little more better in this world. So, until next time, I thank you all so much. And uh, I'm grateful for you all. And I can't wait to hear your comments. Until next time, kiss, kiss, hug, hug. See you next time. Peace, love, biohack. <laughs> Ciao. Okay, biohacking, biohacking. Now are your heads just like spinning with all the possibilities that you could try to experiment on yourself? Amazing, right? So I wanted to kind of leave you with a little bit of gratitude of how much I am just like over the moon with gratitude for you all, for supporting me, for sending in your feedback, for asking me questions, for stopping me on the streets, for recognizing this work. I do it for you. I do it because I'm widely curious as well, but I do it for you. I want to feed you with your body, mind, soul. I want to realign that spine. I want everything to work as it should. So I asked myself today, what's my honest truth? And I thought about it for a second. And the first thing that came to my head was doing what feels right at the time of question. Doing what feels right at the time of question. So surrendering to the moment. Recognizing that that is my true path. And I have to honor it. That's my little challenge for myself right now. Guys, once again, I cannot thank you enough for supporting me, spreading this on to your friends and your family members each and every week. I do encourage you to scroll back and check out some of my newer, actually, I should say my older episodes, the ones when I started, because they're just as good as the recent ones. So check them out. And as always, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Making a change can be easy. Actually, you know what? Let's not even use the word change. Let's use the word fine polishing. Fine polishing the real personal you that's deep within yourself. Guys, the answer is within you. Let's bring it out. And that's why I want to remind you to contact me, KB, and receive your first discovery call free. Free. It's almost a $500 value. So let's get on it and let's start bringing your mind, body, and soul back into alignment and uh, transforming your life into everything it is meant to be. Your healer is in and I am here to help. That is JBH free is your code. Use it and use it wisely.